Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you will like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I'm going to be your host for this episode as always, uh, and I'm glad you've decided to join us for another episode on the podcast. Uh, today, I have a really special guest that I'm excited to talk to um, for a little bit of context on how I came into contact with this person and how I became aware of them. Um, so I, let's see, I guess it was maybe about a year ago, I don't know, r- roughly or so. Uh, but my, my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, she lives over in, in Red, the Red Bank area, which if you're not familiar is kind of like a suburb, a, a small city outside of Chattanooga. And one night we're like, hey, let's go get some, let's go get some food at this restaurant we were wanting to check out the other day. So like, okay. So we get on the main road, we're driving, going, it's maybe like seven or eight at night, something like that. And we're going, we're going, we finally come upon the restaurant and they're closed or they're like five minutes from closing. Like we're we're not going to want to be those people that walk in right at the end. So we just, uh, we, we decided, okay, we'll find somewhere else. And we turned around and started going the other way. And we saw this kind of small little pizza shop that we had never seen or heard of before. And we're like, what's this? This place looks interesting. Let's go check it out. And since then, we have gone back multiple times. Uh, I've had the most unique pizzas I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm not just saying this because you're right in front of me. But <laughs> genuinely, my it, it's become my favorite pizza in the whole Chattanooga area. I love, I love going there. I love trying out the new ones you all have, the new additions to the menu. Uh, and so with that, it's my pleasure to have uh, one of the owners here on the show yeah. with me today. Yeah. Thank just, you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that aren't aware, just just tell a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how sure. you got to where you are right now. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me, first <laughs> yeah. of all. Uh, my name is Justin Bennett. I am the owner of Pizzeria Cortile um, in Red Bank, Tennessee. We've been there for about five years now. Uh, started with a local slice food truck in 2012, uh, ran that for about five years, and then uh, we decided it's time to, to, to grow some roots a little deeper. Yeah. And uh, I'm a Red Bank guy. I went to high school there. I grew up there. So you're, you're from, you're from so Red Bank? I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Chattanooga born and raised. I've been here my whole life. So um, my family, we kind of bounced around the area for a little bit as, uh, as a child, and then we... Uh, we started, I, my parents put us in uh, a little private school over in Hickson, and we were living up in Sail Creek, um, and they were like, this is too far of a drive. <laughs> we were playing sports, and it was like, what do we do in the meantime when you go off of school, and then what do we do? So we found a place in Red Bank, and uh, been there ever since, so I was like 12 or so, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love it there. We, we bought a house there right before we got married. My wife bought a house. Uh, we, we lived there for a while. Um, had this idea for for something. I was I was kind of in a place in my life where I was like I, I don't I, do I don't really know yeah. what I'm gonna do. Food had always been like a, a love and passion of yeah. mine, but I didn't really ever see that as an avenue to career. Yeah, like it seemed like it was also, just that's a, that's a tough industry. Yeah, I mean you know to to try and raise a family and and um, and also run a restaurant it, that that seemed like a lot and. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I was getting married. My, my wife had a house. Um, we went on our honeymoon and came back and my parents had, uh, 
our, our wedding gift from my parents was uh, basically a brand new backyard. So they redid the deck, yeah. um, put a big fireplace in the back and uh, just like made it a super cool hangout space. Yeah. And the, the icing on the cake was a little tiny wood fired oven. Yeah. Um, and so I was in this point in my life where I was going like, what do I, what am I yeah. doing? I'm about to get married. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I don't really have a career path. Um, and then things just kind of started falling in place. So yeah. we, uh, I, I, my uncle owns a bakery up in Monteagle yeah. and they used to use a giant wood fired oven. It yeah. was like eight feet long and four feet wide. It was yeah. huge, yeah. um, to bake all the bread. So he was looking for someone to, uh, come and fill a position there. And I was like, that seems pretty cool. Yeah. I love baking. I love food. Yeah. Fire is I'm one sure. of my favorite things. Yeah. So, you I'm know. sure you got a nice discount. Maybe yeah, right absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, free loaf of bread at the end of the day yeah. was always nice. <laughs> it was a nice treat on my way back from yeah. Mon Eagle. Um, so I got a job working for him. Yeah. Um, my parents had redid our backyard uh, and it was like, oh, maybe maybe wood-fired cooking is uh, is in line here. So started working with Scott um, at uh, the Bread Peddler, which is the name of his bakery. Um, is that here in town? It's not. It's oh, okay. uh, it's like 45 minutes, I guess, towards like Nashville. Yeah. Okay, I was, uh, I was like, I don't recognize that. Yeah, name. yeah. Uh, and they, they service, I mean, he does, uh, he makes some incredible bread. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he is a talented hardworking yeah. guy devoted to what he does. Yeah. And so working with him just like kind of put me in that same yeah. um, mindset of like, there's passion behind yes. what we're doing. Yeah. And yeah. so working with him and, and kind of figuring out that this is, this is maybe where we're going to go. Yeah. You know, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I wanted to open a bakery. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do what they did mm-hmm. in Red Bank. I thought that would be super cool. Yeah. Um, and then I started looking at the numbers and I was like, there's no way we can afford to do anything like that. Yeah. They operate like out of their garage. Yeah. So they've rebuilt their garage. Yeah. And um, so they do. They did it on the cheap and, mm-hmm. and they've done a really good job of it. Do they have um, a physical place located? Like a physical They don't. Now? No, no. So they, uh, they service some restaurants uh, close to them and they sell at the Piggly Wiggly and a yeah. few other markets yeah. up there. Oh, so they, they just like, they, they they have done a great job of servicing their community, yeah. which is a yeah. beautiful thing. I, yeah. I love to see a business that goes, we don't care about growth. We want to service the community yes. we're in. And yeah. so working with him and kind of learning those techniques and mm-hmm. kind of learning that, that passion about like, there's a community here and you can be a part of it. Yeah. Like that's a cool thing. Yeah. So I took a lot away from that, that job working with him. I worked for him for maybe a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, okay, we're not doing a bakery. <laughs> I love pizza. Food trucks are super hot. I yeah. mean, it was like everybody that was yeah. going to get into yeah. the food industry was doing a food truck. So yeah. I was like, that seems natural. Yeah. Um, but how do we put a wood fired oven on a yeah. food truck? So yeah. that was like, first, uh, first find the vehicle. Yeah. Then yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That weighs a tremendous amount of weight. So how are we going to do that on the, uh, in a truck? So, um, so yeah, we, uh, I just kind of started doing some research, found some guys out in, uh, Denver, uh, with a truck called Basic Needs Pizza, and they were doing exactly like exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I thought it was the coolest thing. I called them. I was like, "How did you guys do this?" Yeah. We talked a lot about it, um, and then I uh, decided to pull the trigger. Found a truck. Um, well, before that, I got I got a little ahead of myself. Before that, we so we we kind of made this decision to to do the pizza thing. Started making pizzas in our backyard. We were having friends over, family. I mean, we were just having parties all the time. Yeah. I mean, it was it, well, you, it was you, a good you, time. Y'all, you know? were the, y'all, were the, y'all were the pizza people. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. came over on Friday night. We just throw down and and yeah. make a bunch of pizzas, yeah. and it was so much fun hanging out in the backyard. And I mean, just all the lessons I learned just yeah. from trying to feed that amount of people yeah. all by myself yeah. with that tiny little oven. Yeah. Um, there, there were a lot of learning curves there. I'm sure. So, I'm sure. Um, so we, we took that, that kind of party aspect and we were go, what, what can we do with this to kind of help push our business forward? Cause I'm like, I don't want to sit around and wait. Um, so I started a Facebook page, uh, for local slice and started selling pizzas from our backyard. So I would basically say, here's the menu for the week. You order through the week. Yeah. You pick up at a certain time that yeah. we, that you tell me you need it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and that went gangbusters. Yeah. It was nuts, man. I, we, we started making pizzas again for friends and family. They're like, oh, you're selling these on Saturdays? Yeah. Great. I'll buy one. Yeah. And we started selling them to like friends and church people. And then a neighbor who I didn't know showed up at my door. Yeah. And then like, like strangers like, were coming around. He was like, I see the smoke coming up from my backyard. I got to come over and check it out. So, you know, like <laughs> I, I, it, it was crazy. It was like, it was like 
the first month or so that we did it, it was all friends and family. And then just like, like that, it was yeah. like random people coming into my yard to yeah. buy pizza. Yeah. And I'm going, Oh, okay. We're on to something. We're yeah. doing it right. We're starting small. We are absolutely starting with nothing here. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and so I, I, I love the process of things like mm-hmm. building and, and committing to just like, I'm going to start it. I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Um, and so that whole, that whole process of, of, selling pizzas in the backyard and making a little money doing it. Yeah. We were like, we've got a little bit of cash now. Yeah. We went and bought a food truck that was, I mean, it was just a, an old empty bread truck. Yeah. Um, we would, we drove down to, uh, Daphne, Alabama, which yeah. is like somewhere on the coast. Um, and bought the truck, drove it back, um, and started building an oven in it. So my, my other uncle, Andy, um, has a ton of experience building wood fired ovens. Yeah. Uh, he worked with a guy who was like a, he was like the oven builder. Yeah. And he's from Australia. He came to the U S and like put on these classes and everybody, he's got a great book. Um, I'm going to blank on the name of it now, but, uh, um, it's, it's all about baking and, yeah. and wood fired ovens and wood fired cookery. And, yeah. uh, so Andy like latched onto this guy and worked a lot with him and, um, kind of trained under him on how to build ovens. So I was like, one uncle taught me how to bake. The other one's going to build my oven. And then it just kind of all came together. So, uh, he came down, he was in North Carolina at the time. He came down for a couple weeks and stayed with me and built the oven on the truck. And, uh, and then I just outfitted it myself and and hit the streets. So we started, uh, the first day in the food truck was, uh, December, um, 13th, 2012. Mm -hmm. And then accidentally five years later, we opened the restaurant on December 13th, 2012. 17 i think yeah yeah so That's it was weird. like at the day we were opening i was like wait a minute i think this yeah. is the day we opened the food truck and i looked back and i was like holy cow this is crazy uh it was meant to be so i, I mean it's just one of those things that it was like it, it's almost like god affirming like everything i've built yeah. up to all this hard work that we put into it yeah. and the the kind of the struggle of running the food truck yeah. i mean because that, that is a hard business people that are still running their food trucks that I was working with back in the day. I, I have a ton of respect for those people because that is a hard business to be in looking for your next place, looking for a good, uh, something that's going to be, mm-hmm. um, what you expect it to be yeah. and not just fall flat. Yeah. You know, that, that there's, that's the game of the food truck is mm-hmm. trying to kind of figure out like, what are we going to do next? Yeah. And so, um, so we did that for a long time, uh, and struggled a lot with it, went to the Chattanooga market, um, kind of refocused what we were doing, realized that taking the food truck out to people was a lot of hard work mm-hmm. and not a much, not a lot of money in it. Yeah. Um, so we started doing a lot of catering yeah. in, our, in our last couple of years. And that was, that was, that allowed me to go, okay, I'm going to do these four or five events mm-hmm. in the month. And then the rest of the time we're going to build a restaurant. Yeah. So yeah. Now, now at this time where you all, cause I know you just said there's not a lot of money and I, I would imagine. So with the benefit of a food truck is like you can take it anywhere, obviously, mm-hmm. and there's not like a ton of overhead, yeah. like compared to a, a building. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah. But then again, at the same time, like it's not not a cheap thing to do. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, like at that time, where you all just basically, I would imagine the benefit was more people now knew who you were. Yo, oh yeah, absolutely. Than like oh, we're funding this next project. Yes, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. The so the when I opened the food truck and we started doing it, I was like, okay, this is fun, yeah. but we need a restaurant. Yeah. And yeah. and everywhere we'd go, people were like, oh, this is great. Where's your restaurant? Where yeah. can we find you on a regular basis? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I can't. Yeah. We, we're not. We don't have one of those. Yeah. We, we just we just do what we do. Um, so yeah, the, the, it became a focus kind of right off the bat yeah. that this is, this is interim. This is meantime. We're going to work towards a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to see that, to see that now, ten years later, and yeah. go, oh, we did it. This is great, yeah. and it, and it's running awesome. Um, is uh, I'm I'm so thankful, and I I couldn't be more grateful for for the way things kind of have worked out, yeah. and, and the way we operate now is pretty crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it sounds to me kind of like you all kind of just fell into this to a degree. Like, yeah, a little not, bit. Yeah, not that there was no effort on your sure. on your end, but all of this may not have happened if it wasn't for you say it was your family that helped outfit the, your yeah, backyard yeah, and yeah. gave you this oven like if that wasn't there this may not exist what would we be know? doing yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy um to to look back in in my life over my life i feel like my entire life every decision i've made has like kind of led one step to yeah. the other without me even realizing what was going on i feel yeah. like um, I, I was really directed in, into where we are now. And, yeah. and my wife gets mad at me all the time because I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like I deserve what we have. Yeah. I don't feel like I've earned it. I've not, I, I, it doesn't feel like work enough yes. 
for me to go, oh man, I've worked really hard. Yeah. I feel like I haven't. It's been yeah. fun. I've enjoyed it yeah. the last 10 years. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's been an incredible journey to, to kind of just see it all fall in, into place. Yeah. I, I don't give myself enough credit for making those yeah. things happen, but I'm fine with that. I mean, yeah. the people around me, the, the staff we have at the restaurant, the, the neighborhood around yeah. us, I, I, I give all of the credit to, yeah. to people who have supported us along the way and, and gone, Hey, you're doing a great job. Keep yeah. it up. You know, yeah. Well, I, I think a lot of times and this may be a little mushy, but like this is genuinely how I feel. Like I think a lot of times people can tell when a restaurant doesn't, you, you can tell when a restaurant, not even just a restaurant, like any kind of business when there's no like human behind it, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. this is, yeah, this yeah. is the best example I can think of. And there's no shade to this company, but like you walk into like a subway, mm-hmm. you know, no shade to subway, yeah, sure. but like you walk in there and you're not, ex- you're not expecting just like the warm embrace right. of like the yeah. nicest people and just like the greatest like kind of environment. Like, no, you, you want to, you want a cheap sandwich. Yes. That's what you yeah. Want. Yeah. I'm here for food. Yeah. And, Give it to me. And and 90% of the time, that's what you get. And yeah. you're good to go and you leave. Yeah. 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 To me, like I can tell just by hearing you talk about it and just watching your, your body language, like, yeah, you want to make money and, and to provide for your family and do what you have to do. But it doesn't just stop there. Like yeah. I, I could even tell when I first came in there, the, the kind of general vibe I got from the, from the building as a whole Reminded me of the old show Cheers, you know. Uh, sure, about? yeah, yeah. Because like I didn't watch that show a lot growing up, but I'd, I'd seen one of my friends watched it a lot, and I would see it every now and then. It was like everybody walk in, and be like, "Hey, hey it's yeah, you. hey, like, Norm's here." Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And like I remember walking in, and it's not a huge building. Like uh-huh. you know, there's outdoor seating and there's indoor, and, and we initially sat down inside the first time, and I was like, "This place is." It, I feel like I'm just like with my friends here. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like I don't know yeah. any of these people here, yeah. but like our, our waiter was really nice. He was funny. He was cracking jokes with us, and I was like, "This is." I want to come back here. This yeah. is fun. You know? <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. And so, like, it, to me, I think people can see that very easily. I, th- I think people can see through when, when a business is just there to simply make money. Yeah. And But I think they can also see when a business is there, whether it's a restaurant or any other kind of corporation, when, yeah, they're wanting to make money and provide, but they also want to be a part There's of There's a bigger the picture. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, and I think that's really cool because Red Bank specifically – um, if, if you're listening to this, and you're not from Red Bank. I don't know what to tell you, but just, <laughs> but it's it's come a long way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's an interesting place because it's right outside Chattanooga. Like mm-hmm. it literally is separated by a, a small by, by tunnel. a tunnel. Yeah, yeah that is it. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like a huge place, but it's you can definitely tell just by going in that area and kind of going in the the downtown area, quote unquote, like. You can tell it is a community. There's mm-hmm. a neighborhood. There's there's a lot of community involvement in that area. Yeah, yeah. and. I just think it's really cool that that is definitely that's one of the the pillars of like mm-hmm. what you all try to do. You're not just here serving out pizzas that are good and people are like, oh yeah, those pizzas are pretty good. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you want to be a part of this community and be um, an active part in the people's lives that live in the Red Bank and Chattanooga Absolutely. area. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's really cool. I, mean, <laughs> I remember too the first time we walked in. Um, I mean, I've been to other, there's lots of great pizza places here in Chattanooga, but mm-hmm. specifically whenever I walked in the first time to Pizza Patilla, I was like, this oven is really big. This is yeah. a really cool oven. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was watching people like throw it in there and then bring it back out. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was just really struck by it and I, I thought it was really interesting. So yeah, I think you all are doing great things over there yeah. and not, you know, specifically regarding the pizzas. I genuinely think the pizzas are phenomenal. Like, yeah, I, I love you. them. Yeah. Um, and I think aside from just the product you all serve, I think you do a great job of providing people a little bit of like an escape, you know, like people go to restaurants. They don't just want to be served food. They want to have a a good time. They want to have a good atmosphere and Mm. feel like they're having a little bit of time away from the general, you know, day to day of life. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much more to a meal than the food or the sustenance that you get from that. I mean, like when, when people come into our restaurant, I, I, a couple of years ago, I, we did a Kickstarter video mm-hmm. uh, or a campaign when, when we uh, were opening the restaurant to raise money for the oven. We, yeah. we raised, uh, I think, a little over $12,000 to yeah. buy the oven, uh, which came from Naples, Italy. It, it, it was it's a super cool oven. Yeah. I, I love that thing. Um, I imagine transporting that thing from, from yeah. It, so yeah, there's a guy in California that imports them. So he's kind of got like a yeah. warehouse full of them. So it shipped from uh, California to us on like a you yeah. know, flatbed trailer. And, mm-hmm. and then I was the one responsible for taking it off with the forklift and yeah. setting it in place. That was a nerve wracking. Yeah, day. I'm sure. Um, but in the, in that Kickstarter video, uh, 
I, I say something to the effect of, I, I want this place to be a place for the community, for the neighbors, where you can come in and you're like, oh, there's George over there. It's my neighbor. What's up, George? How are you? Yeah. And recently, I've seen that happen over and over mm-hmm. and over. And it just it makes me so happy that we can be a place in the middle of a town that kind of struggled for a while to yeah. be anything cool. Uh, that we can be a place for the community to come and hang out and see their neighbors and meet their neighbors. Yeah. And, and we, we don't have any TVs. We try and play music that we like, that yeah. people like, that makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, we don't have a ton of decorations. We don't have things all over the wall. It's yeah. just kind of a blank canvas of uh, white and wood. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that was pretty intentional to, to make it kind of say a safe place if, yeah. if you will for for anyone to come and feel yeah. comfortable in their setting and yeah. uh you know if you've got good company and your server's doing great and then the food's good mm-hmm. on top of that i mean that's a recipe for success so i'm so happy that that those things happen yeah. now you know and and it what makes me even more happy is they don't have to happen under my thumb yeah you know, we we've got eric garcia is our uh, Chef de Cuisine and mm-hmm. Brittany Scarborough is our, our kind of restaurant manager mm-hmm. and they do such a good job mm-hmm. of running that place like I'm there running it. Yeah. They, they've, they've both been with us since the beginning. Uh, Eric was our first dishwasher. He was my first employee really? that I hired for the restaurant. He wow. lived up the hill. His dad supplied me the firewood and he came down. He was like 16 at the time, knocked on the door. Wow. I was like, hey man, I, I want to apply for a job. I was like, okay, cool. Well, <laughs> I'm still building this place, but I'll hire you as a dishwasher, <laughs> That's promise. Funny. That's funny. Uh, and now he's he's literally running the show. I mean, he's coming up with uh, Sunday dinner specials. He's yeah. coming up with pizza specials. I mean, we talk a lot about all those things, but yeah. to be able to take a kid who had zero interest in, in cooking and and help him find a way and and find a place to really just be creative yeah. and let out um, let people see what he can do and and how he can do it yeah. is is just the best thing in the world for That's me. Awesome. I, I'm so proud of him and Brittany as well, uh, who runs the front of house. She was uh, one of our original servers, yeah. um, and she's stuck with us for a long time. She's a great server. Um, and recently we've had some changes go on and, uh, I was like, I, I think it's time for Brittany to fill this role. Yeah. And so we talked a lot about it and she was like, yeah, yeah, I think I can do it. She started the job and was like, this is so much more than I expected it to be. I don't know if I can do it. I was like, Brittany, you've got it. You can do it. And yeah. she has me and she's taken it and run with it. So to be able to, to like, just show people like, this is how we ser- serve. This is how we help. Okay. This is what we do for people. It is our mission to serve people. Yeah. Um, and, and for them to take that and run with it in their lanes and put their spin on it is, is a really cool thing to see and, and be a part of for yeah. sure. Well, it, it definitely shows in regard to, that's, that's interesting about the, what, what was the guy's name? Eric. Eric the, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the story you share with him. Cause like, you know, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with like someone showing up to a job purely to get a paycheck mm-hmm. and make ends meet. And like that's, that's perfectly fine. But I think you can definitely tell when someone is excited about what they do and is happy to be there and is, is doing whatever it is that they, that they do with a good attitude and is, mm-hmm. is happy to help. And I really do think that that emanates a lot through what you all do. Like, like yeah. again, the first time I ever went there, it, it just felt like, I don't know what it was. I just, it just felt like I was being kind of embraced into this little yeah. like group of friends. Hey, you're here. Know. You're yeah. our pal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really cool. And you know, something I thought was really interesting as well, as, as you mentioned, it was whenever I started kind of following along with what you all do, whenever I saw that you all do Sunday dinners, mm-hmm. I was like, that's, that's an interesting idea. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you're a pizza place and uh-huh. like primarily what you serve is pizza. And you've got other, you know, a few other things that you do along with it that are in a similar style, mm-hmm. but then just randomly it's like, Hey, <laughs> we're having, you know, like the first, I, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember the first time I was there, I think you all were serving like barbecue sandwiches. Oh, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> I was like, like, I was like, did I come? I was like, what are they serving barbecue sandwiches for? <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is a pizza place. Cause we want to. Yeah. Cause it's fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, That's really interesting. Because you wouldn't see that anywhere else. Like, yeah. Again, you know, any other restaurant, it's like they're going to do what they do, mm-hmm. and maybe a few other things to kind of you know support that. Like you know, a few other small things if you're feeling this or feeling that. But yeah. I was like, that's really cool. Like yeah. that, that's yeah. really interesting that they you know they not only serve other items. So like maybe you don't want pizza. It's okay. We've got a chicken sandwich for you. <laughs> but also it's in the theme of okay, we're all going to come together for dinner together mm-hmm. on Sunday evening. Yeah. Like yeah. I just think that's really cool, and I think it aids to this whole idea behind it feels like a group of friends or a family kind of getting together and sharing a meal together. Yeah. Yeah. I I just think that's really cool. And I've, yeah, I I don't know. It's just, it's really (laughs) interesting and something that I think is 
very unique because yeah. there's a lot of great restaurants here in Chattanooga and I will be the first person to sing their praises. But mm-hmm. genuinely, I'm not just saying this because you're right in front of me. Like this is one of the few restaurants where I think when you walk in, you don't feel like you're walking into a business or yeah. a place of a place where business is done. Yeah. You're walking into like, oh, these are my friends right. that are here. Yeah, you know? it's more than just commerce. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Sunday dinner is that's been a that's been such a fun. Another another one of those things where I'm like, I definitely worked hard to do yeah. this to make it work and to make it uh, is to make it into what it is today. Uh, but I just had so much fun doing it yeah. that it was like, you know, why why wouldn't we do this? So the way that kind of started was um, we had we had wanted to expand the menu into into more than just pizza and wings mm-hmm. and kind of what we did. Um, but I was nervous to do it. I, yeah. I, I pizza is what I knew. It's what I knew how to do. I was good at it. Um, and then, uh, we were, I was asked to cook at the scenic city supper club mm-hmm. with, uh, with the Neils, Eric and Amanda Neal, uh, used to run that, uh, pre pre COVID yeah. pre lockdown. Yeah. Uh, and that was such a cool event. I, I loved it. Seeing Chattanooga kind of come out and enforce 150, 200 people, um, in this fine dining setting mm-hmm. in random places. Yeah. I mean, that's so much what we do at Cortile. I mean, like kind of off the wall, you don't expect it. Yeah. And, and, and for them to pull off like fine dining experience mm-hmm. in locations you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. was super cool. So, um, they asked me to do, uh, to cook for one of those. And I, I did, um, um, uh, smoked pork ragu yeah. with uh, hand, uh, with handmade pasta for 150 people, and so we did that event, and it went so well. Everything was everyone was so supportive and talked so well about our food and, yeah. and the product that we make and or that we brought. Um, it inspired me a little bit to go, okay, if we, if we can do this at a large scale, yeah. off campus, yeah. off site, prepare everything and take it with us. Why can't we do it in the restaurant? Yeah. I can I can do this. So yeah. so that that event for me, I, I I'm so thankful that for their graciousness um, to to let me come and do that because mm-hmm. it, it opened my eyes to I, I can do these things. I I am able. I have I have accomplished this so far. Let's keep moving and yeah. keep pushing. And so the next Sunday we came back to the restaurant and I was like, let's do it. So yeah. we did Sunday, our first Sunday dinner was the same dish that we did at, um, scenic city supper club, uh, was that pork ragu, which was on this menu last week. It was Eric's version. Really? I, I didn't touch it. He did it all. He That's made awesome. all of it, which was great. Um, so that, that kind of launched us into it and it was like, okay, now we're doing it. Yeah. We got to keep it up. And so yeah. for, for about a year, I was kind of just doing it myself yeah. and, and I've, I've learned to be organized. Mm-hmm. I didn't used to be a very organized person. So Sunday dinner, it, a lot of times it was like Sunday morning and I was going, okay, what do we have in the walk-in that we can throw together yeah. and make something? And it always hit. It was always good. I I, I feel lucky that I, I didn't screw something up yeah. royally and go, oh, we can't do Sunday dinner this time. Um, there was one time where we tried to make spinach pasta and it was <laughs> it was like... Oops, <laughs> it was just a wet mess. There was no saving it. And I was like, I think we're going to have to cancel. <laughs> so yeah. we canceled one, but um, it's been great. Uh, we've had, you know, we've had a couple other chefs kind of come through and put their spin on Sunday dinner and mm-hmm. now it's in Eric's hands. And so we consult a lot on it, but it's always, it's always fun to sit down and go, okay, wh- what have we not done? Yeah. What have we done that people love and we have to do again, but yeah. we have to like kind of sprinkle that in, you know, yeah. we have to uh, hold it away from people a little bit. So um <laughs> So we do a lot of pasta, yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of just random stuff, hamburgers, yeah. uh, fried chicken sandwich. We did a couple weeks ago that was unbelievably good. Yeah. Uh, um, we didn't sell enough of that one. I, I was like, well, I was really disappointed. I was like, man, people really missed out this week. We yeah. uh, we had a hit and and we missed it. But um, yeah, it, Sunday dinners is is always fun to see how yeah. it how it how it started, how chaotic it was in the very beginning, and how now it's just like a well oiled machine yeah. where we we have a couple planned out uh, for for the month and just kind of roll with it. And and oftentimes we'll go, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's change it. Let's yeah. do something different. And yeah. so. Um, it really is a spur of the moment, kind of just whatever we feel like cooking that day, um, with some planning in, a, in a, ahead of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to do that. I, I can already see who, whenever this episode comes out, you know, people that listen to it, they be like, yeah, I got about halfway through this episode and I started getting really hungry. <laughs> yeah, I had to go eat Sunday dinner. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just, I had to stop what I was doing and go get some food. Cause like, I don't know, it's just, <laughs> you know. It was funny. One of the the first times I remember, because I I follow you on on Instagram and you keep you know you post about what you're having and mm. you know 
Um, and I thought it was funny. I don't remember, it may have been a couple months back, but I think you all were doing chicken parmesan. Mm-hmm. And it was like a couple days before, and you guys were like, hey, we're doing chicken parmesan on Sunday. You know, so on, first come, first serve, come, so on. And it was like, I think you all start at like 4.30, is uh-huh. that correct? Yeah, it yeah. was like, a, a post went up on your story at 4.30. It was like, now serving chicken parmesan. <laughs> And then it was like 15 minutes later, it was like, <laughs> sold we are, out. We are out of <laughs> yeah. chicken parmesan. Sorry if you didn't make it. I was yeah. like, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no luck on that end. Yeah. I was like, man, that must have been a big hit. There have know? been a there have been a couple of, of uh, meals that we've done for Sunday dinner that literally, if you're not there when we serve yeah. it, you're not getting it. Um, our, the first time we did cheeseburgers, we sold <laughs> uh, we sold like a hundred cheeseburgers in like 45 minutes. And That's I was like hilarious. What just happened? Yeah. I was not expecting this. It was like one of our biggest days ever. People were really excited about the cheeseburger. And it was, I mean, to, to be fair, yeah. it was a delicious cheeseburger. I'm sure so, it was. Yeah, I'm sure it was. was. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, so I want to ask you, and I, I've, with just the way things are, and like everything is so digital and like, you know, you can get any, it's, it's not easy to make a brick and mortar store for mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. you know, across the board, but with just the nature of things now, like, you know, I can, I can Uber eats anything from anywhere. You can buy anything and have it shipped to you in a couple of days. Like this is just the world we live in. Sure. I imagine there were a lot of just hurdles and obstacles and stuff that yeah. you had to jump through and jump over yeah. in order to get to the point that you're at now. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was it like leading up to that? Because I'll have times where, you know, I'm like, oh, this would be really cool to do this thing. Like, yeah. I would love to open this store someday or do this thing. And I'll get on the phone and be like, what's it like doing this? And yeah. it's like, well, it's very expensive. <laughs> you have to hire a lot of people. The return is like a 1% to 2% margin and you're, you're not getting a lot of return on it. But if you do it for forty years, then it's right. right. Yeah, like, yeah. But do I want to do yeah, it for I'm forty like, years? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know about that. And so whenever I see someone like yourself, who you're not like some big giant corporate backing, it's mm-hmm. just you and and what you've been doing for a couple, well, not a couple of years. Like you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. But like you're. A, a relatively small team compared sure. to like, you know, we, we use Subway or like they've mm-hmm. got all the money in the world to do right, whatever they right, want. Right. They've got, I think they're actually the largest store, like restaurant in the, in the United States. Like uh, they yeah, have the yeah, most yeah. locations. Yeah, yeah. So like, sure. you know, you compare those two, like what, would, what was that like for you leading up to the point where you initially decided to, you know, go forward with the restaurant? Was there any like anxieties you had about that or? or? Uh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. yeah. There definitely were uh, in hindsight, yeah. I think. And, and, Building the restaurant, we, so you're right, we don't have the financial backing yeah, of Subway. Yeah. Well, and don't. so when we started the food truck, uh, I took a small, like as little loan as I could get just because I'm so afraid of debt. Yeah. I, I hate it. I yeah. want to be away from it. Yeah. I don't want it. Um, so we took as little as we could, um, built everything myself if I could do it. Mm-hmm. If it was out of my hands, I would find a friend. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't find a friend, then I'd pay somebody. Yeah. Um, and so I, I kind of did the same thing with the restaurant. Um, we, I don't remember, I'm, I'm so bad at remembering dates and years. So I, I'll fumble all that if I, if I try with it, but, uh, we ran the food truck for, I think like four, maybe three and a half, almost four years. Mm-hmm. And then went, okay, it's time. Mm-hmm. We've got to do something more than the food truck. Um, I was kind of bored mm-hmm. running the food truck, doing four or five events a month. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, I, I was working for my dad. He owns a little print shop in Red Bank called Print Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was wrapping cars and, and making signs and doing that on the mm-hmm. side or kind of as my day job and mm-hmm. running the food truck um, at night or whenever I needed yeah. to be off or whatever. Um, so it, there was a, there was a point where I was like, okay, I've got to leave print tree and go a hundred percent with, with the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was about a year where we had leased the building mm-hmm. and I was like just working, doing everything myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I literally built the restaurant, like pretty much everything you walk in and see, I, I, I built when it. When you say you built it, you mean like the building itself? So the building, like... the building is old. Uh, it was built in the late forties, I think, okay. which there's a cool story about the building. So, uh, 
I, I was driving down Dayton Boulevard. We had been looking for a place. Yeah. We looked at, uh, there used to be a Thai restaurant in Red Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were closing. I was pretty tight with Rosa, the owner. Yeah. And she was like, if you want this place, we can make a deal. Yeah. And she wanted a lot of money for yeah. it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. We yeah. can't. And then uh, I was driving home from work one day and I saw the building. I was like, that, that place looks interesting. How yeah. have I never noticed it before? Yeah. And I pulled in. Uh, looked around. It was empty. It was abandoned. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of falling apart. And I, I looked in the windows. And I'm like, this looks pretty cool. Yeah. And I went back to my truck. I was like, wait, I'm going to go see if it's unlocked. Yeah. So I went and uh, sure enough, it was unlocked. So I walked in and just kind of made myself at home. And, yeah. and as soon as I walked in the door, it was like, this is, yeah. this seems like it's going to be something. Yeah. So, uh, we found someone, I, I, I've got a lot of friends in the banking world. And so I, I went to a couple of them and I was like, Hey, here's what I'm thinking. I don't know how I'm going to afford it, but I want it to happen. And so my friend Craig Miller uh, hooked me up with a friend of his uh, named Cleon Coleman. And uh, Cleon and I met at Mean Mug. Mm-hmm. Um, and also another great, another great place. Yeah. I, I'm there all the time. Yeah. Um, met at Mean Mug and I kind of pitched him my idea for my restaurant, what we had been doing. Um, and he was like, okay, cool. I'll be your landlord. This is great. This is, <laughs> this, I mean, like we hit it off immediately yeah. and I, the relationship I had with him was, was so great. I yeah. mean, he basically was like, I'll buy the building. You lease from me. Yeah. We'll agree on a price. You can buy it from me when the lease is over. Yeah. Um, and basically that was, that was, I could have ended that conversation, signed on the dotted line and then talked to Cleon five years later. That's kind of how the relationship yeah. was. He trusted me to just do whatever we wanted yeah. at the building. And, yeah let us treat it like it was ours. Um, so that, I think that kind of took a lot of stress off of me, mm-hmm. um, as far as building goes and, and just having a great landlord helped mm-hmm. me so much. Um, so we started, uh, I'm kind of lost here. So I, I met with Cleon, he bought the building, um, and I immediately went to work. I mean, I just started pulling up the floors yeah. and tearing things down and fun it, with it, just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then, uh, started building it. It took me about a year and a half, maybe two years to, to build everything. Cause I did mm-hmm. most of it myself, yeah. except for like plumbing, electrical, yeah. you know, things yeah. that are out of my wheelhouse. Uh, but all the wood on the walls, mm-hmm. uh, that was all, that was all milled from trees that fell from my, my grandparents' house really? up in Dayton. So wow. they had this, they had this big piece of property, a big white oak would fall yeah. or a hemlock would fall. And my yeah. dad was like, my dad was like, I, I gotta have that wood. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd, ha- he'd, he'd hire a, a portable mill, uh, worker to come and saw up the wood and he stored it in his barn for years. And so it's things like that, yeah. like over the years that just all come together. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me, were there obstacles? Was it stressful? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But everything happened so naturally. Um, you know, right down to the, the way I was trained with my uncle mm-hmm. and then my other uncle was built wood fired ovens. I think he said mine was either 15 or 16, mm-hmm. number 15 or 16 that he had built. He's built several since then. So like all of these things that just led up to me being in the perfect position. So even when I was stressed, yeah. I'm going, I'm stressed, but like things are hitting and yeah. things are clicking. And, and so we, we took out a small loan, built the food truck took out a bigger, a little bit bigger loan, started mm-hmm. building the restaurant, ran out of money. Yeah. That was, that was the point where I was like, okay, now I'm stressed. Yeah. I, I started getting ice pick <laughs> headaches, which was the most painful thing I've ever had, which they're stress induced. I yeah. would just like, I'd go to work, I'd get my headache, I'd go home, take a nap, go back to work and just did that for a few months until we really got over that hump. Um, so yeah, there was, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of speed bumps and hurdles and, uh, things to overcome through building the pro- the building process, just dealing with the the few contractors that I had that, yeah. that worked for me that that was a that was a that was a whole different ballgame because yeah. then things are really out of your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. like you got these plans, things need to happen the way they need to happen, and then your contractor's like, oh yeah, well we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. I'm like come on, man, get yeah. me. So yeah, there there was a lot of struggle and stress uh, through that, but I I I dealt with it okay, I think. Um, uh, and all the while, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm building, I'm doing, I'm working the food truck and I'm in the end goal is, or in my, in my long-term vision is what you just described about yeah. how there's a community, yeah. there are people, they need a place like this. Yeah. And as we were building, there was nothing in Red Bank. Yeah. So, so the whole time while we were going through the stress and the struggle of, of trying to like pull it along, mm-hmm. um, 
I had that in my in my forefront. Yeah. Of, we're we're doing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's I've been placed on this earth for a reason, mm-hmm. and this is it. Yeah. And and so being able to to take uh, my passion for food and service and and put that into construction and come out on the other side with a restaurant um, was was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a cool thing to look back and go, I literally built this place with my hands <laughs> and now other people run it and I, I stand here and kind of manage the restaurant, but I don't have to be the guy making the pizza yeah. or the guy running the oven or the, the person serving the table. So it's been totally worth it. All yeah. the stress and strife and, and speed bumps and roadblocks and all of that has been worth it to, to now look at it and go, this is what our goal was. And, and we had, we were determined to hit it. Um, and here we are doing it. So yes, it was stressful. It was hard. There were a lot of roadblocks with the city. And, um, so you may have noticed when you came the first time, our front door is not actually our front door. Uh, so the front door faces Dayton Boulevard, um, but since we serve alcohol and there's a church next door, yeah. that front door was too close to the church. So the city was like, gotcha. can't, can't yeah. serve alcohol yeah. or you can't use that door. So we, we moved the door like 50 feet to yeah. the right. So, uh, and, and we were, we were good to go. So there were a lot of things like that, um, with the city of Red Bank that we yeah. were like, well, it's, it's easier here yeah. because there's not, you know, it's not a bigger city like Chattanooga. Yeah. Um, but there were little obstacles that I was like, Hey, Tim Thornberry, city manager, <laughs> let's, let's, let's chat about this. Let's figure yeah. out how to get around these things. So they were really great about, um, seeing an issue. Mm-hmm. The code says this, how do we go around the code? Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we figure out how to match the code, but, yeah. but get a workaround. So yeah. the city of Red Bank was really great to work with and, and helpful in those obstacles, um, when we came on them. So there were only a few things that yeah. we really butted yeah. heads about that yeah. we still haven't fixed, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's part of it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and you may have said this, so forgive me if you, if you did, but how, how long now have you all been brick and mortar open? Um, December will be five years. Okay. Of course. Yeah. So, so, so you're still fairly young mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. from the, i mean I, I know you did local slice prior to the building but regarding the building I mean, you're still fairly young and you you seem like you've kind of you, you've hit what you were aiming for sure. you know to, yeah. from the from the standpoint of like yeah you you sell the product you want to sell you're not there 90 hours a week mm-hmm. making every pizza you know nobody you know, is nobody yeah. is that's yeah. the beautiful thing yeah. of it is they all work so well together i didn't mean yeah. to interrupt you but no, no. that's so important yeah. I, I feel like there are so many restaurants out there that it's like you work in the kitchen you're here mm-hmm. and you don't leave until your job is done. Yeah. And and our crew works so well together. There's such a team that mm-hmm. that that doesn't happen. We we don't have people, you know, Eric works probably the most hours out of everybody, he and I and Brittany, but they're happy to do it. They're happy yeah. to be there. So I sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you there, but no, no you're fine. <laughs> like that that aids to the the question I ask you is cuz you know, I mean, I'm sure you have aspirations and you're like, okay, we want to sell X amount of this and we mm-hmm. want to get to this point by this year and so on and so forth. But by and large, it kind of seems like you've, you've gotten to the point where you want, you were hoping to get to. Absolutely. So my question for you is, have you ever considered expanding beyond just <laughs> where you're at right now, sure. whether it be more locations or mm-hmm. whether it be, okay, we're going to open up a, I don't know, like a, a chicken place over here. Sure. We're going to open up this place. Has, has that ever run across your mind? Yeah, I, definitely. Because if, yeah, if you yeah. do, I will be there. Okay, <laughs> good deal. Yeah, we've got customer number one in the books. Uh, <laughs> we'll start a Resi account yeah. so you can make your first reservation. Uh, yes. Um, so we've uh, we've talked a lot about it, um, and I. I love Cortile. Yeah. It is. I have. I have three children. Yeah. Uh, Cortile, Otis, and Felix. Um, yeah. And, and so, to to be able to replicate that and and do it to the to the degree with which I would be satisfied because Red Bank works yeah. so well. Yeah. I don't. I don't It'd know. Be tough. It would yeah. be really hard. Yeah. I, I, I. We've talked about moving the restaurant to a different location mm-hmm. and opening a different place. Uh, that that was years ago. That was yeah. a silly idea. I'm glad we didn't do anything <laughs> like that. But, uh, you know, we've we've had opportunities and people have come to us and been like, "Hey, come to Signal Mountain." We yeah. get that all the time. People yeah. desperately want something on Signal yeah. Mountain. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad Jason Bowers is doing something up there. That, yeah. That's that's a good fit for him. But, um, so yeah, we we've talked a lot about it. There are some things in the works um, that we're not quite ready to share about. That's fine. But that's fine. Uh, uh, yes, we we are planning on expanding in not not 
Cortile. We're, yeah. we, we won't do a, another Cortile yet. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think there's definitely, I have a lot of growing and learning to yeah. do before yeah. I feel like I can really execute this yeah. like we're doing again. And people go, oh yeah, I went to the one in the Red Bank and yeah. it's just like that one. Yeah. Like if we do that, we have to come out of the gates swinging hard, yeah. and uh, and and so I wouldn't want to miss. Yeah. But um, but with that said, uh, Red Bank is such a hop in place right mm-hmm. now that there's there's lots of great opportunities. Mm-hmm. So um, we're excited to be doing something, yeah, something soon. Yeah, um, but but I'm not ready to to share yeah. yet. No, no, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, in, in two things. I know one, like me asking that is very simple for me to be like, oh, are you going to open up? Sure. Place? But yeah. but one, that's a it's hard enough as it is to open up any mm. business, yeah. you know, let alone one in the restaurant industry where things have notoriously always been fast paced and it's not something you can just do kind of casually. Yeah. You can't just wing it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I know that would not be an easy thing to do, but also something that I am a big believer in is yes, like grow and do as much as you can. If you've got huge aspirations, go and shoot for it. Mm-hmm. But also I think it's, it's okay to like, if what you want to do is run a pizza shop, right. yeah, absolutely. And you do that. Well, that's the happy. that's yeah. the community like, part of it, yeah, right? You're yeah. servicing those around you. You're not looking to make a million dollars a year. Yeah. You're just you're you're part of the community, yes. and you're helping um, bring equity to yeah. the town. I mean, yeah. and, and that's that was our goal at, at Cortile. And I so I I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. I, I, Stuart Heights Baptist has been my home for a long time mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Um, and I, I've always been involved in like the service aspect mm-hmm. of it. I yeah. mean, in the youth group, I was always right with the youth pastor, David Iverson. I was his youth intern. Mm-hmm. I graduated high school and, um, and, and worked there at the church. I worked there for years after. So my, my training in service came from the church and, mm-hmm. and just seeing people, just give and give and give without question. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that is when you go to any restaurant and your server is there to serve you mm-hmm. and give you and provide to you and help you have a great experience. I mean, that's what, that's literally what I grew up doing. Yeah. And yeah. so, so to be able to take what I learned in church and, and just working with, with those great dudes and those leaders, yeah. um, has, has really just given me a passion for for doing those same things but outside the church like i i used to say that that pizza was our vehicle to people because mm-hmm. it literally was mm-hmm. um but now i see my role less as um servicing the people at my restaurant and making sure that my restaurant employees are serviced and yeah. taken care of yeah. so uh if i can do that if we can provide a place for our employees that really takes care of them, then they're just going to naturally do it. And and you said it, it, one of the first things you said was when you walked in for the first time, you felt like you were at a neighbor's house, yeah. a friend's house. And, yeah. and so those people at the restaurant treat you like they're, you're their friend. And I, I do think that stems from from my leadership mm-hmm. of we have to take care of people. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we are here to take care of mm-hmm. people. There's a, there's a great poem by Walt Whitman. Um, I'm not going to be able to remember the name, (laughs) Uh, but it's all about how terrible and hard life is. Mm -hmm. And you trudge along and you're in these crowds of people who are just miserable Mm -hmm. and every day is the same and you just go through it Mm -hmm. and you just work and you work and you work and things are hard. And then the last line of the verse of, of the, of the poem says something like, but you're here and you have the ability to change that for yourself. You, yeah. it's within you. You are the the only one that can do that, and you can do that for other people. Mm-hmm. And, and and you do it through serving and through helping and providing. And so that that has always been kind of my drive is is the service aspect of things. Mm-hmm. While I'm passionate about food, I'm a terrible server. <laughs> if I if you've ever been to the restaurant, and you've had a super awkward dude serving your tables. That's me. I'm the owner, <laughs> I, and I'll usually say, "Sorry, I'm terrible at this." Yeah. So, uh, but I love to talk to people and yeah. meet people and and to support my staff to be able to do that well yeah. because I'm not good at it. Yeah. I can make a pizza, I can run the oven, mm-hmm. but I want I want people to be just taken care of and, mm-hmm. and really feel like they are. So that that service side of things is kind of just 
that is what I'm passionate about for sure. Even though food is my first love, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it's really interesting too, how you, you approach it from the standpoint of, um, what, what did you say? Like, uh, like pizza is, is the vehicle to the people or something, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, I think it's really cool because I know I've said it before, but I don't know. I just, I could see it just you talking about it and just being there. Um, I just think it's really interesting that you're taking it from an approach of you. It's definitely it, the best way I can describe it is definitely a passion project. Yeah. You're not yeah. just doing this because like, oh, this is a this is a great market to be in. We make <laughs> a lot of money. It's like, way too hard for, yeah, for yeah. it to not be. It's not, like, not oh, be this passionate. Is the perfect time to do this because this is on the up and up, and right. people are really like. Yeah, people like pizza and people go to restaurants all the time, but it's more than just that. And I think that I just think that's really really interesting because. It shows very, very quickly. Mm. I think it shows. I, I mean, I remember whenever I was there, one of the last times I was there, uh, there was someone that like brought a dog and yeah. like people were just at different t- I don't know if they knew them or not. <laughs> Probably I not. I don't know if they knew them or not, <laughs> but they were just like having a good time, just chatting and petting the dog and yeah. having all this stuff. And uh, I just remember I saw later, like someone put a video of it on, on their story. <laughs> and so you all posted, I was like, this is like, yeah. I got to witness all this happen. Like yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. it was a cool moment in time where you had to be there. Uh-huh. People were just being, you know, having a good time with each other, having these, you know, in, intimate interactions where it was just purely to be with people you like to be around. Even yeah. if, I don't even know if they knew them or not, yeah, but yeah. it was really cool just seeing people interact like that. And I was, and to me, I was like, that's, that really seems to be the spirit of this restaurant Definitely. to a degree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, one thing I do want to ask you, which I, I've, I've only seen genuinely, I've only seen at where at Cortile is, uh, which I personally like it is you all have smaller than normal pizzas, mm. at least like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, to compare it to another restaurant in town, another, another great restaurant, uh, is, is pizza growth right down the street. They mm-hmm. have very big pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> they're very, very big. Pizzas. Now they're really good. Sure. Uh, they're very big pizzas. But the the ones at Cortile, they're almost like, for me, it's a it's a personal it's a, it's size. A me, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> for me, uh, a, a a larger than average uh, male individual, it is definitely a single, you know, a, a me pizza. Right, right. Um, and so, what what was the idea behind that? I don't know if you all were going for like, oh, we're gonna serve we're gonna serve this like single person pizza. Yeah. But I think it's really interesting because the reason I asked that and said is because. Every time me and my my fiance go there, we always get different ones. Yeah. And like even though I've only been four or five times, I've probably had fifteen pizzas yeah, now. Yeah, Cause yeah, for like sure. she'll get one and I'll get one. It's like, oh, we want to try this. Yeah. And like we'll bring a friend with us. Share. Yeah. 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 And that's such I don't know. I think it's a really cool experience because I love to I'm a big, big food advocate. I love mm-hmm. food. And be able to try those different ones and not have to spend eighty dollars on on three massive pizzas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's awesome. So I was curious, what was the idea behind that? Uh, That I mean, we so I guess uh, we we based it we based our food on Neapolitan Mm -hmm. pizza, so uh, you know traditional Italian pizza. Um, and that's kind of how they do there. You know, it's just, you order pizza, you eat your pizza, you yeah. use a fork and knife and cut it up and eat it. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, we were on a food truck, uh, and it's really hard to, I'm not gonna say it's really hard, but it was more difficult for us to try and, um, make a big pizza and sell slices, mm-hmm. even though our name was local slice, which confused everyone <laughs> always. Um, so we, we used to sell smaller pizzas. They mm-hmm. were 10 inches. And yeah. then when we opened to the restaurant, I was like, we should do a little more. Yeah. Um, but what you just said about sharing and, and, and yeah. kind of just being involved mm-hmm. with, with your mate that you're with eating dinner, mm-hmm. if you guys can share the meal, mm-hmm. then that opens up the community even more. Mm-hmm. And so you got a big plate of food or a big table with food of mm-hmm. food and five or six people around it, sharing all that food, mm-hmm. handing it back and forth. Yeah. It's so intimate. And yeah. my, one of my favorite dishes that we have on the menu is our burrata, uh, mm-hmm. with the puffy bread. When, when we go to a table, we're like, Hey, st- stab that puffy bread, <laughs> let the steam come out and then just tear into it with yeah. your hands. And yeah. I feel like eating with your hands, uh, kind of puts people takes people off guard and it, it, it relaxes child, you like a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's already pizza yeah. and wings. So, I mean, it's all, it's all finger food. Yeah. So if you're eating with your hands and you're having a good time with your pals, I mean, that, that, that to me is, is one of my favorite things to do is yeah. just sit at a big table with all my friends and dig in and, yeah. and have a good time and experience. And, 
Um, so th that that's kind of uh, the gist of our menu is to make encourage people to eat with their hands yeah. and and share with their friends and and just enjoy themselves. You that's know? awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was the thing I was, like I said, I was very excited about it because I love to go, I love pizza. And mm -hmm. I'm always struck, I'm like, ah, oh, we got to, if it's just me and like another person, we may get like one big pizza. I'm like, okay, this is good. But yeah. I'm like, I kind of want to try the other <laughs> But I wanted some well. other stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, the first time I went there, I was like, oh my gosh, we can get two yeah. for around yeah. the same price. And I get to try yours just because we're here. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to know. So I think the last time, one of the last times I went there, <laughs> Whenever I saw it, I was like, I have to try this. Uh, it was the, I don't know if it was like a special or if it's, if it's like a part of the menu or not, but it was like the, it was like a Philly cheese steak pizza yeah, with like the cheese yeah. whiz oh, on yeah. top of it. And I was like, that looks interesting. I want to try that. Yeah. So, uh, so that, that came from a lot of times on, uh, if we have any leftovers whatsoever, mm. or if we think it would make a good pizza. Yeah. So like the Philly cheese steak, I think I'm sure we sold out of Philly cheese steaks yeah. cause and by the way, we're doing that this Sunday. So yeah. if you're if you're interested in Philly cheesesteak, uh, this Sunday tomorrow. Um, so yeah, we we'll take kind of the leftovers, or like I said, if we think it's a great idea for a pizza, and kind of run with it. And that's that's where that came from. Yeah. Was like we ate the sandwiches, and we're like we've got to make this on pizza, and we've got to put fake cheese whiz on top. Yeah. <laughs> so that's was, that's what pretty, happened. It was pretty good. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do want to ask though. So, what is your personal like? If you're going to get a pizza, whether you have it on the menu or not, what's mm -hmm. your like go-to pizza? That's, that's an easy answer. I eat it all the time. Uh, more than cheese, add pepperoni, and sometimes jalapenos. So, 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 so more more than cheese pizza is um, when we. My wife and I went to Italy yeah. five or six years ago, and one of the pizzas I had was just a straight marinara pizza. Mm -hmm. So it was red sauce or crushed tomatoes, yeah, yeah. Uh, garlic, oregano, mm -hmm. and oil, salt, yeah. and that was it. Um, and so I was like, we should do this on a food truck. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, nobody's going to eat a no cheese pizza from a yeah. food truck. So I was like, let's add fresh mozzarella to it. Yeah. And that's where the more than cheese came from. Um, and then I just, I love pepperoni pizza. So, yeah. so I, I uh, we, we have these uh, little cup and curl uh, pepperonis that get nice and charred in the oven and nice and greasy. And yeah. I, I just think it's the best. It's, it's salty and the cheese, uh, we use grande, uh, fresh mozzarella cheese that, which is some of the best you can get. And, um, so I think that pizza is, is almost perfect. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. It yeah. It's one of my favorites. And it, it like, I usually don't think, Oh, I need to eat. But if I'm really hungry, I don't even think I just go make one of those pizzas yeah. <laughs> or some wings. Cause yeah. they're also delicious. So, uh, one more thing I want to ask you before we kind of start wrapping things up here. Um, so you talked, I, I, you know, we, we talked a little bit about just if you would ever consider opening any other kind of restaurant, whether it be, you know, pizza really number two, mm -hmm. or like, we're going to do something totally different, you know, over at this place, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and you alluded to a couple different things for you personally. What do you hope the future looks like for Pizzeria Cortile? Whether it's mm. five, 10, 15 years down the road, what do you hope it looks like? Is it, is it just continuing where you're at right now and just continuing to feed into the community and, and do that? Or what is it of what you can share? Obviously, sure, yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. Of, you know, secret <clears throat> things you have going on in the background. So I don't, I'm not trying to, yeah, no, not at here. all. Yeah, for uh, sure. But what do you, what do you hope the future of it looks like? Um, honestly, I just like it does yeah. now. I mean, I, like I said before, when when we when we started the food truck, it, it was obvious immediately that this is not the end game, um, and and being out in the community with the truck, meeting people, doing that thing that that was great. Um, but now that we have a permanent place where people can always find us, and they always know that it's going to be exactly what like they expect, mm -hmm. and they're going to be welcomed with a smiling face mm -hmm. and um, uh, just an atmosphere that they can hang and feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I feel like we've achieved it and yeah. we were doing that. So my hope is that we just continue to do that and continue to be better at, at servicing our community and the people within. Um, so you, you asked if we we're planning on expanding and I, I totally didn't even think about this, but yes, we are expanding, uh, for the last six months or so I've been rebuilding the food truck. 
Um, and we are going to take it over to the book and cover in <sighs> Riverview. I love the book and cover. Yeah. So it. my my cousin is Emily Lilly, one of the, one of the owners there. Really. And uh, so crazy. she was like, she called me. She was like, I've got this idea for a, a bookshop. <laughs> what do you think about it? I was like, that sounds awesome. That's ge- genuinely one of my favorite places. In it's so cool. It's yeah. such a great place, and it's so unique. And they yeah. do such a good job of just making it cool yeah. and uh, a cool. I mean, it's the same kind of feel as at, at yeah. Cortile. When you walk in there, you're like, oh this is a cool place. I yeah. just want to be here. Yeah. And so um, we're going to put the food truck in their uh, back parking lot kind of as a That's permanent, awesome. semi-permanent fixture, depending awesome. on kind of the way it goes. But I'm really excited to put it over there and, and kind of expand into that yeah. neighborhood without having to go, uh, oh, we're going to do a second restaurant. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. We, we, we can still, we're still going to use all the same folks from the mm-hmm. restaurant. Same cooks are going to be cooking the food. Mm-hmm. Same servers are going to greet you at the at the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're hoping to just kind of make that a big rotation of, yeah. of, of staff that that is just a real extension of the restaurant. So um, so you get a little glimpse of what we do on the food truck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it'll be nice to kind of have that little advertiser out there for us. Like, yeah. Hey, you like this? Come on over to Red yeah. Bank and have a beer with us. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. You mentioned, uh, that you're related to one of the owner. Genuinely book and cover is one of my, one of my other favorite places in the Chattanooga yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we went there. It may have been opening day. I, I know it was like the, the week they opened. Yeah. I don't know if it was the opening day or not, but I remember walking out. I was like, this place is really unique. Like, yeah. I had never been to, there's a couple bookstores in town, but I was like, this is just a really cool. Yeah. Like I would, sometimes I would go back on my lunch break and I wouldn't even get a book. I would just, just get like a, I'd just get like a coffee and just walk around. Just wander around. And I wasn't sure if they were ever like, is this guy going to buy anything or what's he doing? But yeah. I would just kind of get some coffee and walk around and be like, okay, that was, yeah. that was pretty cool. And just go back to work after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I will definitely, trust me, if, if you are going to, are going to be at the book and cover yeah. in the future, yeah. I'll be there. Whether it, it, it's for the books or for the pizza. Right. For sure. I'll, yeah. I'll but yeah, come it. get a book and, uh, <laughs> or come get a pizza and read a book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're hoping I'm, I just, uh, we're basically waiting on the health department to give us the okay on the, on the inspection and, and we'll be over there. So it should just be a few weeks from now and, that's and awesome. we'll be ready to rock. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, we've been going for uh, just about an hour now, and I don't want to take too much of your time, uh, you know, any longer. But we do have, uh, I say we, like, I've got, like a whole <laughs> the whole staff over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found that I do that now for whatever reason. Like I do it too. Yeah. I'm talking about me, yeah. and people are like, oh, we, is there a partner? I mean, I'm like, oh, well, no, my yeah. wife, but yeah. she didn't want yeah. anything to do yeah, with like, it. Yeah, like, here on the show, we like to do that. Like, yeah. yeah. We being me. Yeah. Uh, but something I like to do to end each show just in a, in a spirit of fun and just kind of in a, a little bit of a different direction is I like to play a little segment called 15 Quick Questions. Okay. Uh, so it's 15 questions. They're all this or that questions. So, you know, be either A or B. Uh, and I just want to hear off the top of your head what sure. your answers are. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. these are entirely unrelated to pizza or okay. like everything. <laughs> these are just out of left field questions. I want to hear what your, what sure. your thoughts are. So you ready to play? Yeah, absolutely. All right. This is 15 Quick Questions. Let's do it. Do you pronounce it caramel or caramel? Caramel. Uh, do you prefer hot coffee or iced coffee? And if you're not a coffee drinker, you can substitute hot coffee. Hot gotcha. Coffee. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, summer, fall, winter, or spring? Fall. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think I might know the answer to this, but sweet or savory food? Savory. No, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, socks with sandals? Yes or no? Ooh, that's weird. That takes me back to like middle school days. <laughs> yeah. Like toe socks and sandals? I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Um, I am curious about this one. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I figured I yeah. figured yes, considering... <laughs> there are no wrong yeah. pizza toppings I was about to say, considering book. I had a pizza from you all that had cheese Whiz on, I think... Yeah, yeah that's that, right. That, that, that yeah. suffices. Yeah. Um, sunrise or sunset? Ooh, depends on the day, but I... It depends on the place I'm at. Yeah. So, uh, but I would say sunrise. I agree. I yeah. agree. Um, guacamole or salsa? Another tough one. Uh, really I don't know if I can choose the the salsa. I think salsa. I, salsa is my go-to. Chips yeah. and salsa and uh, light beer is like a perfect snack for yeah. me. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, if you had to vacation in one of these two spots, would you choose at the beach or at the mountains? Mm. Mountains. Nice. Um, crunchy or creamy peanut butter? Crunchy. Uh, I'm curious about this one. New York style pizza or deep dish? For you, for you personally. Okay, so we have to qualify. What do you mean by deep dish? So, that's a good question. Are we talking? Are we talking like Chicago deep dish? Or are we talking Roman style or Detroit Detroit okay, I'll, style? I'll do, I'll do this. I'll do it. I'll change up the question just a little. Okay, bit. okay. I've never actually had Chicago style. I would like to try it sometime. Same, but it looks it looks interesting. Yeah. So, um, 
I'll I'll ask you to rank these three. Okay. New York okay. style, Chicago style, and Detroit style. Because I know New York style is different than like Chicago and, and Detroit are similar, but there yeah, are some yeah, differences. Yeah. So, uh, so rank, rank those I'm going me. Detroit, New York, Chicago, and I've never had Chicago, really? so I I don't like I I can't I can't I can't really speak to that. Yeah. But. It looks like a casserole, not a pizza. That's all. I mean, I'm going to offend a lot of people. We just lost a huge customer base. They said, no, we're not going to. They're never going to serve our business. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. That's funny. Uh, okay. In your mind, who wins in a dance battle, The Rock or Kevin Hart? Well, Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which decade do you prefer, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Uh, man. Um... I mean, I remember the 90s the best, and I wasn't alive for the 70s, so I'm going 90s. All right. Final two questions. Christmas, Thanksgiving, or Halloween? Christmas. Nice. And then the last question, uh, I ask this to everyone. Uh, this is a, a constant with the show, and I want to hear your rationale with it. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> Uh, one duck size. Wait, say it again. <laughs> would you, yeah, would you rather fight one hundred? One horse size duck. Yeah, one horse size duck. Yeah, so what's your what's yeah. your your logic behind that? Um, I you know, in my field, I have a lot of distractions. So if I'm focused on this thing over here and that one grabs me, then I'm lost from so, this thing so over here. Gonna, so if there's a bunch of tiny horses, yeah, you're gonna get they're gonna I'm gonna be overwhelmed. They can attack me from all sides. But if I can focus on the one big problem, then I'm then I'm good to go. That's funny. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that was 15 quick questions. I appreciate Sweet. you uh, playing along. Yeah. I know some of them are a little silly. No, I like it. I great. think they're fun. Yeah. Um, well, cool, man. Well, before we wrap up, I know that you all, you know, I know you'll have a website mm. uh, and I'll, I'll make sure that's included down in the description. And I know you are on Instagram as well. Yeah. So I'll make sure those are down there. So if you're listening, you want to check it out. First and foremost, if you're in the area, go to the restaurant and yeah. check it out. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. But if you can't, also check out the website and their Instagram. But do you have any other links or anything that I can include in, in the description? Uh, no, I think that's it. Uh, at Pizzeria Cortile on all social media and then uh, pizzeriacortile.com. That's that's pretty much it. Awesome. I'm, I'm terrible at social media. So oh. we have, I, I have a, there's a girl that works for us that does it. And I'm like, thank you so much, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> She's young and hip and does a great job with it. So yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Well, yeah. I'll make sure those are included in there. So if you're listening and you're you're in the Chattanooga area, or if you're not in the Chattanooga area, if you're feeling real frisky and you want to make the travel, uh, uh, definitely go check them out. I, I genuinely, it's my favorite pizza in Chattanooga. No, no shade to any other pizza places. I've had a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love what y'all do. I think y'all are doing great. And I think you have some great food. So yeah. thank you very uh, much. Keep up the great work. Thanks for taking a little bit of time to chat with me today. And it's been a pleasure, man. Absolutely. Same here. Thank yeah. you very much for so, having me. Yeah. Uh, to all those that are out there listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for support, supporting the show. Um, yeah. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And we'll catch you on another episode of the show later. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.